You're listening to Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. Hello and welcome to episode three of Plan Style Do, the wedding podcast. I am your host, Jordan Weaver. I'm a wedding planner and stylist and founder of Jordan Weaver Events. Each week, I will bring you bite-sized episodes full of my expert tips and tricks to guide you through your wedding planning process. I want to reduce those feelings of stress and overwhelm and get you on track for the most beautiful day of your life, because I believe planning your wedding should be fun. Radical, right? In today's episode, I'm talking wedding planning timings, what you should be locking in and when. So let's get started. Now, I'm going to start by saying that everyone's wedding planning process is going to look slightly different when it comes to timings. So you may want a super short engagement or you may want to let the dust settle before you set a date. It's entirely personal and there's no right or wrong answer, but there are a few general things to keep in mind. Firstly, now this is kind of a no-brainer, the earlier you inquire with venues and key suppliers, the more likely they are to be available on your wedding day. Kind of obvious, but it is important to mention. For weddings in Sydney and the surrounding areas, uh, the peak times for weddings are spring, summer and the start of autumn. So if you want to get married between September and the end of March, that's what we call peak season. So this means that wedding planners, stylists, photographers, venues and other suppliers are going to be in high demand during these months. If you're getting married in the off season, the competition for suppliers won't be so fierce. So just something to bear in mind. So here we go, my top tips for timings when it comes to your wedding planning process. Tip number one, regardless of how long you have between your engagement and the wedding day itself, get your wedding venue locked in first. So without a venue, there is no wedding. And searching for a venue can be a painstaking process. It's not always, but it can be. So I do encourage you to start nice and early. So as a guide, the most popular venues in Sydney and the surrounding areas are booked out about a year to 18 months in advance. So it really does pay to inquire early to avoid disappointment. If you're working on a shorter time frame than that, I just recommend securing your venue as soon as you can. If you're after a helping hand with your venue search, I do recommend my free ultimate guide to choosing your wedding venue. It's 25 pages. Uh, it's absolutely packed with my advice on all things to look for and the right questions to ask when you're choosing your wedding venue. So you can jump on the website www.jordanweaverevents.com.au forward slash choosing your venue. So I really recommend checking that one out. Tip number two, as you're booking a new venue, it also pays to inquire about accommodation that's near the venue. So a number of the big hotels will offer what's called a group discount if you inquire with their booking office. And this just means that they can reserve a set number of rooms for your guests and offer a reduced rate for them based on a minimum number of rooms being booked. So I always recommend looking at accommodation options as soon as your venue is confirmed. That means you can get the rooms reserved for your guests it's up to them to book it closer to the time and you can just forget about it tip number three 
Now, this one relates to sending out your save the date cards and your wedding invitations and the timing around those. Now, I love save the date cards personally because you can send them out as soon as you have your date locked in and you don't need any of the tiny details of the wedding day in place, but you're giving your guests plenty of time to get themselves organized and plenty of notice. So this is particularly useful if you're having a destination wedding or you're having a lot of guests from overseas. It just gives them extra time to plan time off, plan their flights and all that kind of thing. So save the date cards can be sent out basically as soon as you set your date so up over a year in advance Uh, and I recommend sending out the invitations themselves between about four and six months in advance of your wedding day. Tip number four, once you have your wedding venue locked in, it's also a good time to lock in what I call your long lead suppliers. So these are any key suppliers that have quite limited availability when it comes to their booking calendar, and they can only be in one place at one time. So for example, a photographer can only shoot one wedding at one time. So they're going to have less flexibility when it comes to their booking calendar. A cake maker, on the other hand, can make a number of cakes in advance and deliver them to a number of weddings on the same day. So they're not going to get booked out as quickly as a photographer, for example. So long lead suppliers include your wedding planner or stylist, your photographer, as I've mentioned, your videographer, your band or DJ, your caterer, your celebrant. And if you have a certain hair or makeup artist in mind, I would also say uh, it's worth booking them quite early on as well. In an ideal world, you'd be looking to book these long lead suppliers around a year in advance. But if you're working on a shorter timescale, I recommend just booking them as soon as you have your venue secured. Tip number five, once you have your long lead suppliers locked in, you can turn your focus to the shorter lead suppliers. So this includes things like your transport for your bridal party, your styling and your styling elements, your cake and your photo booth if you're having one. So these all have much shorter lead times. So for styling, I recommend getting started about eight months out from your wedding day. This gives you enough time to source all the items with suppliers, but not so much time that you're going to change your mind about the style you want. And my final tip, tip number six, start putting together your wedding day run sheet one month out from your wedding day. So the run sheet will be your central document for the day. It outlines all your key timings and your supplier details so everyone knows where they need to be and when. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review the podcast and don't forget to subscribe. And I will see you next time. Thanks for joining me.